Welcome to Open Mic with Mike Sherbino, the show that provides Christian insights into contemporary moral and ethical values and dives deep into how your faith in Jesus changes the way you live your life. Now, here's your host, Mike Sherbino. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the program tonight. Uh, kind of excited. We're going to do a little shift tonight on the program, and uh, we're going to do a little focus on Mother's Day. That's right. It's just around the corner, so... Yeah, still time to go out and buy a few flowers, maybe a little gift, card. Those things are important, but we want to talk a little bit more about why it is important. Hey, how many of you have a mother? Well, that's kind of a dumb question. Everybody does. But tonight is your opportunity to uh, call in just briefly, make a tribute. Uh, I want to know what makes your relationship with your mom special? Maybe some of you have had painful relationships. I get that. And uh, we're happy to talk about anything, but I'd love to hear from you about what makes your relationship work. Why is your mom so special? And uh, this is a great time to call in. And you know what? This program is recorded. So even if your mom's not listening and uh, you want to make this comment, you can get it on my website, uh, MikeSherbino.org, or you can go to WDCX and click it on the file there. But the number to call tonight is 883-5000. 883-5000 is the number in Buffalo. And uh, so I'd love to hear from our Buffalo friends. Yeah, get on the phone and call in. Um, and in Canada, it is 1-800-684-2848. one 684 2848 now listen, I also know people listening online all across the country. And uh, so what a great opportunity to call in. And uh, this isn't just some sappy kind of program. No, I, I'm convinced that we need to speak truth. We need to say things um, that are important for people to hear. So a special opportunity to give a tribute to your mom, um, whether you're a man or a woman, I don't care how old you are. Maybe your, your mom is uh, deceased, and uh, you know, but there's something that stands out, and, and you want to share that tonight. I know that my mom has uh, gone to be with Jesus uh, over 10 years ago, and uh, miss her dearly, but I am grateful for the impact that she's had on my life. And uh, she wasn't perfect, but she wasn't imperfect either. So we got people calling in already. How cool is that? I've asked two people to call in, and the first is on the line. So you know what? We're going to take them as they come, and they're going to talk. And uh, my first caller tonight is Julie. And Julie, are you there? Yes, I am. Hello. Hey, thanks for calling in. Uh, that's awesome. And uh, Julia, we... Um, you're part of North End Church, part of our staff team there, and just recently come on, so special welcome, but I asked you to talk Thank a little you. bit about your mom, what makes her so special, and so just kind of jump in. Tell me a little bit about your story and why it's maybe a little more unique than others. All right, well, um, I was born completely blind, and so I guess that's a part of my story that's kind of unique to everyone else. Um, and I've had different struggles and things that are different from other people because of that. And, you know, life has been hard sometimes for that reason. And, but through that, my mom has really been an incredible encouragement and support to me through everything that I've gone through and dealt with in my life. And really just her, everything about her character I just love and of who she is. She's just an extremely 
kind, compassionate, loving person who is just amazing, who really has set an example for me in so many ways. And she's someone that I look up to and that I, you know, when I have kids, I want to be like her. As I'm growing, I'm growing. And she's very much an inspiration to me. And um, especially in my faith and my walk with God, she's very much an inspiration to me in that area. And she's helped me with my faith journey in many ways. We pray together, read the Bible, talk about our faith all the time. It's really just, I am so thankful for her. Well, that's pretty awesome. And, you know, I've had the opportunity to see the two of you working together as your mom is showing you the uh, layout of the church and how to adapt everything for your computer. And you read Braille and you're handling our food bank, which is just going to be totally amazing. And I like you because you think I'm funny. So that that's all that really counts. But I do. um, (laughs) But Julia, what I really notice is that the two of you uh, are really almost like you're your Mutt and Jeff, your best friends, uh, hand and glove type of thing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Talk to me about that. Like, how do, how do you go from being best friends to being a daughter? And uh, your mom is an incredible support, but I also know that, that you contribute equally to that relationship. So yes. what do you think? Um, well, I honestly think that, you know, it's just, you know, we've known each other my whole life, obviously. And I think a lot of it is just the amount of time that we spend together. And, you know, we spend family time. We do things together as a family. And then I spend time with my mom. I often will just, like, we – I think it's important to have things that you enjoy that you can kind of relate on. You know, like, we really enjoy listening to podcasts together and, you know, talking about them and just, um, you know, which – um, relate to our faith and things like that, and also just um, really taking an interest. I try to take an interest in her life and what's going on with her and what she's doing, and uh, I think she definitely does the same for me, and we just have a really good working relationship because we, yeah, we spend a lot of time together, and we do have things in common, and we just, you know, spend a lot of time talking, praying, reading, wow. whatever it is with one another, so... I really think that the key is, yeah, to just take an interest in similar things. Well, obviously, if you don't have interest in similar things, that's kind of hard. But just if you have an interest in similar things, um, you know, enjoy those things together and um, really cherish the time that you can have and spend together because it's really important to me in my life. Man, that's fantastic. Well, hey, I'm really glad you've called in tonight. Thank you for doing that incredible tribute uh, to your mom, Krista. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited for uh, the part that you're playing as well in, uh, in being a part of the North End Church. So uh, that, that's totally cool as well. So, hey, you know what? We're going to let you go. And, uh, uh, Julia, thanks. thanks for your call tonight. All right. Good. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Hey, and so tonight we're talking about Mother's Day, and we'd love for you to call in. We've got another caller on the line already, and um, we're going to talk in a moment to Sydney who's calling in from Buffalo. Maybe you want to make a tribute to your mom, or maybe you got a comment on, on what makes a relationship work. Maybe you went through a rocky experience, you know, as a son or a daughter with your uh, mom, and uh, you started to work through that. Uh, those are kind of redemptive stories that, that we all love to hear because we learn from that. And, uh, and God's Word is just 
full of so many incredible examples. In Proverbs 31, it talks about the woman who is of great character. And one of the things that stands out to me about that passage is that her husband trusts in her. And the idea of being able to trust in her is, is a reference to someone who's got great judgment, who's got great insights, and, uh, and that in, as you build a relationship, you can rely on that person. And uh, so we want to we just build on that. I want to hear from a bunch of you tonight. We're going to go right now. The calls are starting to roll in. So it's 883-5000. That's in our Buffalo area. 1-800-684-2848. And uh, we're going to talk to Sydney. Sydney, thanks for calling. Well, it looks like we lost Sydney. Um, maybe she can call back and uh, we'll pick her up later. We got another call on the line, uh, one of our regular callers. We got Sis calling in tonight. Hey, Sis, how are you tonight? I'm fine. How you doing, hon? Well, I'm doing pretty good so far. Yeah, tomorrow's the big day. The Tomorrow's the big day. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. So yeah. talk to us about Mother's Day. You got a memory? You got a thought? Um, oh, yeah, Mother's Day. That's the day where mothers can really pour on the guilt. <laughs> and they, can, they they work that guilt. They they work it. They get cars. They get money. They get what they want. They say stuff like, "And after everything I've done for you, oh, I'm telling you, mothers have got it mastered. They really do." But on the serious <laughs> side, Mike, I want to talk about my two moms. One okay. is with the Lord, and my yep. other mom is here. I oh. want to talk about the mom that's here. She's a wonderful person. And she came to my graduation ceremony. Not just she came, my stepmom. She came, my dad was there, my brother was there, and my, um, and my mom, uh, my mama was, was there. And they lived to see me get my degree. And my one prayer was, Lord, please don't let me fall in front of these people. Oh, God, please don't let me fall. <laughs> and God blessed me not to fall because I was born with cerebral palsy. And wow. walk by myself. So anyway, I was sitting with the graduates, and I was sitting last. And I talked to the graduate to my left, and I, uh, uh, he told me, "Do you know where you're sitting? Don't you know what that means?" I said, "Well, I hope it doesn't mean I was the dumbest, you know." <laughs> and he said, "Oh no!" He said, "Well, you're sitting the last one. You're going to get the most cheers and applause." I said, "I am." He said, "Yeah." Then I heard the voice of the Lord tell me the first shall be last, and the last shall be first. Wow. And my mom lived to see me get my degree. My dad did, and my brother did. Because see, my, see my, my brother, my dad, and mom, they're, they're gone now, you know. But right. um, I want to talk about my my mother that's living. Huh? She encouraged me. She's a wonderful person. She took me and my brother into her life and in her heart. Her and her dad was married uh, oh, many years. I, I know it's between 20 or 30 or maybe more. I, I can't count on my fingers. But she's been such a blessing to our family. And I told her, I'm so glad that you married dad. I said, because you really have blessed our family. You have blessed our clan, everything. Hmm. And she's just a wonderful person. She's poured her life out into the community. She's poured her life out 
not just the community, but nationwide, worldwide, because where she's an expert in. Now I want to talk about my mom that passed. Okay. She, um, we got one more minute here. Okay, okay so tell us minute. that story. Okay, real quick. She um, did the physical therapy because they wanted to do all kind of experimentation and cut up my legs and stuff. And my parents said no, and they taught my mother physical therapy. So she did the therapy every morning, and I kick and fight because uh, she flipped the blanket over, and that's one of my earliest memories. She got tired one day. She said, honey, do you want to run and play like the other kids? I said, yes. Do you want to go to school like the other kids? Yes. Do you want to ride the bus and, and go out and play and stuff? I said, yes. She said, baby, I got to do this, or you won't be able to do any of those things. I need you to hold on to the bar of the bed tight as you can and, and let mama do these exercises on your legs so you can walk. So I wanted to be real quick, uh, Mike. Yeah. So that's what, that's what they both mean to me in, um, in my life. And um, they, they, they mean it. That's what, they, you know, that, that's what a mom is all, is all about. You know, because she could have quit and said, I'm not doing this no more. I'm tired of right. y'all kicking me every morning. But, you know, she just took because she got tired. So I held on to the bed real tight, and I tried to fight from kicking her with hard. But mm. uh, Mama never gave up. So that's what Mother's Day mean to me, Mike. I didn't mean to take that time. So I know everybody want to talk about their mom. So let me hang up, and everybody have a wonderful Mother's Day. Okay? Wow. Sis, thank you so much for sharing. That is just an incredibly powerful, well, two stories. Thank you. And uh, thank you so much. What an what an encouragement that is. We'll okay. talk again real soon. Bye yes, for now. Yes, we will. Bye, honey. Okay. Wow, wasn't expecting that, but what a great story. We heard about Julia's story, and 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 there's sis with a, another situation that she's dealing with, and uh, uh, a mother that, you know, her her flesh mother, and then she passed away, and then the next mother was there as well, and. Uh, you know, there's so many neat stories like that. I'd love to hear your story. Call in at 883-5000. That's in the Buffalo area. Or 1-800-684-2848. You know, it is important to honor our parents, especially our mothers. Because, you know, in Proverbs chapter 33, it says, you know, it talks about this woman of honor. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women, it says, have done excellently, but you surpass them all. And charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. We're going to talk more about that passage in between people who want to call in tonight. And uh, we're here tonight on uh, Open Mic. We just want to give a, a shout out to mothers. We did this last year. Love the program. And uh, I hope you'll get on the phone right now. And uh, maybe there's something that you want to share about your mother. Or maybe there's a husband here and uh, your wife is just in your mind's knocking it out of the park. And uh, you need to call in and say that. Uh, you know, speaking words of praise and affirmation can go so far. We hear so much negative stuff, don't we? And uh, I don't want to really go to those subjects tonight that have just weighed down the, the nations lately whether it's COVID or the pandemic and all those things, we just need tonight, we just want to focus on, you know, what really is the backbone of the country. And uh, though that is women who love Jesus. 883-5000, 800 
684-284-2848. We're already getting another call. I'm going to be right back after a short break. You're listening to Open Mic, and I'm Mike Sherbino. Never in our lifetime have we lived through a global pandemic. Depression, anxiety, fear, suicide are at an all-time high. Medical facilities are overwhelmed. Seniors are dying. Lockdowns and churches trying to do their best to minister to those in need. Join Agora Network Ministries for a one-day live stream experience learning from experts Kay Warren, Dr. Grant Mullen, Brett Ullman, and Amy Simpson on specific ways to persevere and find hope. Go to perseveranceconference.ca and register today. Early bird pricing in effect until March 31st. Are you feeling a little lost, left out in the cold, feeling disconnected with life, friends, and even church? Well, put on the brakes and stop going down that path. North End Church invites you to connect with their church family, and trust me, there's a place for you. During this pandemic, you can join them through their online services each week, or even better, get connected through their church-wide Zoom group and breakout rooms that allow you to get to know new people. While we all want to be back together again soon, you can still meet people, make meaningful connections, and keep growing in your spiritual journey. Wherever you are, you can join Pastor Mike Sherbineau and the North End Church family. It's time to get reconnected. Check it out at northendchurch.ca. That's northendchurch.ca. You'll love North End, where no one is perfect, anyone is welcome, and anything is possible. Will you provide a Bible for someone who desperately needs one? Baja knows the truth about Jesus, but she needs to read the Bible for herself. Like many new believers in India, Baja cannot find or afford a Bible. Your gift today provides a Bible and ministry programs for people like Baja. She knows that the power of prayer to Jesus changed her life, and she is eager to share this power and truth with others. But she needs a Bible. Your gift of just $5 will provide the Bible for a new believer eagerly waiting for their own copy of God's Word. Will you give a Bible to a new believer today? Visit BibleLeague.ca slash Mike or call Bible League Canada at 1-800-363-9673. Welcome back to Open Mic with Mike Sherbino. Have a question for Mike? Phone lines are open. Call now at 800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Hey, we're glad you're with us tonight, and we're doing a Mother's Day tribute. Folks, get on the phone. we got people already lined up right now that want to just make a tribute, and uh, I, I just think it's a great opportunity to do that. You know, I officiated at a funeral this week, and as I listen to tributes, I often have thought, how much better it would be to say those things when people are alive and healthy and rather than wait till the end. You know what I'm saying? And uh, many times, um, you know, I'll see hear family talk about their mother if she's the one that's passed on and, and all that stuff. And, and it's good, but it's way better if you can do it when they're alive. So, um, you know, not that we want to be on a negative downer tonight, but this is just an exciting time to say, hey, I just want to talk about my mom, some neat things she did. And you know what? Because of my crazy sense of humor, I love to hear funny stories. And maybe you got a funny story uh, that just put a smile on your face. You know, some of the crazy things mothers say, you know, like if that if that lawnmower goes over your feet, you know, don't come running to me or stuff like that, you know, and all those funny things. But hey, I got a guest. She's going to talk for a couple of minutes about her mom. And uh, Chelsea is calling in. Hey, Chelsea, how are you tonight? I'm good. How are you, Mike? Yeah, I, I'm fine, and uh, I'm just really glad you called in. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Chelsea, you're, you're our kids' pastor at North End Church, and uh, 
you know what, if anybody puts a spark in parents' hearts, it's you because of uh, just some of the creative stuff you do. Uh, I, I thought I was crazy, but you got me, uh, you eclipsed me. So uh, just so many neat, fun things you do to help families and parents. And I know you got a special relationship with your mom. So like, just why is your mom your, your number one fan? Let, let's, uh, let's brag on your mom for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I could go on and on about my mom. Um, we have always had a special, a special relationship as mother and daughter, and um, she's always been someone that I could turn to um, or tell her anything, um, everything. And she's always been one to support me and encourage me and um, just be there with me for everything that I've ever done. Um, so let me let me yeah, jump in for a second. Let me jump in. Yeah. What do you think made it so special? Was there a crisis? Was there a neat thing or did it just something you grew into? What what made your relationship take off? Um, I think that she's always just been such a positive role model in my life that I always just looked up to her. Um, and we've always just been so close ever since I was little. Um, and yeah, she's just been one of my best friends throughout my whole life. <laughs> I'm very lucky. So how do you be a best friend and a daughter <laughs> like how does that work is there a line that you cross over sometimes and and i hope your mom's not sitting there saying you better give the right answer now chelsea but <laughs> she's listening upstairs oh um, gee okay well maybe she should yeah. get on the phone too how do you make that work yeah. <laughs> yeah no she's um i just have so much respect for her um and she's just always trusted me so much uh, and they always said, we'll trust you until you give us a reason not to trust you. So I've just never given her a reason not to trust me. Um, and yeah, there's, I don't know, it's hard. <laughs> there's not really a line. I've just always looked up to her and respected her, but I know that she's always there for me as a best friend would be. And hugs are very important. <laughs> so what kind of fun things do you do together? Like, What's part of the routine over the course of maybe a typical week or maybe every two weeks? Do you do stuff together or you just talk a lot? We like to talk a lot. I like to just sit and talk with her. We'll go. She's come on a lot of my drives to deliver packages to the kids over this over this past year. Um, so that usually takes anywhere from two to four hours of being in the car together. Yeah, um, so let me just explain that. Explain what you're doing when you say taking packages to kids. People might not understand that. Oh, yeah. What are you, so what are you doing? Throughout this, throughout this past year, um, a few times in the year, whether it's just for holidays or um, just for fun, I like to make up little packages. Sometimes it's full of craft activities or um, just some fun things to do at home, some craft materials. Um, and I like to drop them off on their porch. That also gives me a good curbside visit with the kids i like to spend a, at least like five ten minutes at each of their houses to to chat a little bit since i can't see them in person right now and so your mom drives you yes. she's she's the <laughs> chauffeur how cool is that <laughs> yeah. the main reason she drives is because she knows um she doesn't have to use a gps i'm directionally challenged and she knows all of all of the area that we have to drive in <laughs> So it's just a lot easier, but it's also just good bonding time. So a technical question, who pays for the gas, you or her or the church? I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, we'll just leave that one. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, Chelsea, what's one other special thing uh, about your mom that just stands out? What, give me a funny story. Like, has your mom ever done anything? I know she's listening right now. So, Janet, like, what's what's something <laughs> stupid that she's done, you know? Does she have any funny quirks <laughs> that we can manipulate and exploit? Well, one thing that sets her apart is her optimism. Um, she is the happiest person you'll ever meet. Um, but something that she always used to do that annoyed me as a kid, I appreciate it now, but it was, she's a very, she's a morning person, um, a very big morning person. So she would come into my room when I was younger and start singing, good morning, good morning, good morning, it's time to rise and shine. Oh, that's, um, that's cruel. And that's I cruel. And I would be like, no. I mean, that but almost I'm ranks totally up there with it. Mornings are good. That could be a form of <laughs> abuse or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we're having fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> Chelsea, you're a Jesus follower. I know your mom is. How did she teach you to follow Jesus? What were some of the things that she did? Well, yeah, like like you said, my mom is Christian. My whole family is Christian. Um, so I was always raised in that growing up. Um, she was always on worship team, um, at our other churches. So that was definitely something that I looked up to her. Um, and that was just, that held a very significant place in our, our household, um, worship and, and just talking, um, about Jesus. And she's always just been open, uh, with me and I'm, we get to have more or better conversations now that I'm older, um, but yeah, just looking up to her as someone that was um, volunteering in the church. We, our family has always served in the different churches that we've been at. Um, so I think that was just good influence um, on my faith and what it, what it means to be a Jesus follower, but also what it means to be an active member of the church that's serving and, and participating in all of that. Very cool. Hey, you know what? Thank you so much for sharing tonight. And um you know, tell your mom that I apologize. I won't hold any of this against her, but I, I might use it in a sermon <laughs> illustration sometime, okay? Chelsea, uh, thank you for being here. Chelsea's the uh, kids pastor at North End Church, and uh, hey, we all love you, and thank you for the difference you're making in so many kids' lives and family lives. We appreciate you. All right, bye for now. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks. Hey, we're talking about Mother's Day. We got uh, Dorette on the line. We're going to talk to her in just a moment. The number to call in is 883-5000, 883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. So I'd love to hear from some people in Buffalo. Come on, get on the line, 883-5000. Do you love your mom? How many of you got a mother? This is a chance to call in and uh, and just you know share one of those funny stories or maybe it's a very serious story, but uh, it's a great day to honor our moms. And uh, right now, uh, we're going to talk to Dorette. Thanks for calling in tonight. How are you? You're welcome. I'm very hey. well. And yourself? Great. Have I said your name correctly? What is it? Yes. Yeah, no, okay. you have. Thank you. <laughs> okay, good. I wasn't sure if it was Doreen or Dorette, but uh, yeah, that's great. So, Dorette, tell me your story about your mom. What do you, What's on your heart? I just wanted to um, quickly, my mom passed away in 2012, and, um, you know, I think about her much more now that she's gone, because as I've gotten older, I've found that 
I I say things and I do things sometimes and I have to sort of catch a breath because I realize that I'm repeating and doing the same things that my mom used to do, even though I, I used to say I never do that. I'm sure we've all experienced But, um, you know, I just want to thank God um, for my mom because I know that she was a praying mother. And growing up, she um, did not have her mom. Her mom passed away when she was a very young girl, and she was brought up by a stepmom who abused her physically and mentally and emotionally. And she always said she wanted, when she had her children, to be alive, to see her children grow up and not be abused by someone else. Um, and I grew up, you know, my mom was active in the Baptist church, uh, where we grew up in Jamaica, um, in the country. And, um, I grew up, you know, hearing my mom talk about the Lord and seeing her being very active in the church, um, being an encourager. Um, she was a go, you know, go getter. Um, she was the kind of person that people would come to. Um, my parents had a business back there, and, you know, there were so many people that came to her, um, bought groceries, but they didn't have enough or they didn't have any money to pay. And my mom um, would say, it's okay, you pay me when you have it. And some of them never ever had it, but what they did was if they had, you know, um, different fruits and vegetables growing, my mom got the the best of the crop. They would bring, you know, stuff to give my mother and, and our home. And my dad was not saved. Um, he actually got saved on his deathbed, but that's another story. Um, but my dad used to laugh and say, oh, you're going to give away everything we own to the poor, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I, I, I think I grew up having a very soft heart for people that didn't have because I saw how my mother was with people. I saw how relatable she was. People loved her. Um, people always sort of leaned on her for support. Sometimes they would just come and tell her their problems, and she was always, you know, there to help the, the people, not only the people that worked for them, uh, our family, but also people in the village, in the community. And I just thank God for that. You know, I know she prayed for her children. I know she prayed for her grandchildren, her unborn, you know, generations to come. And I think because of that, it instilled so much in me growing up. Um, and I just want to thank God for my mom. And I just want to encourage all the, all the young women out there that, um, you know, that are new mothers um, to lean on your mother a little bit. Um, look to your mom for support sometimes, you know. Our parents are there, our moms are there for us because they love us. Um, they have nothing else to offer except their love, you know. Um, that's why God put them in, in your life, to, to support you, encourage you, to bless you. And so um, I just encourage moms everywhere mm. to know your value and to know that you are appreciated and loved. And God put wow. you here for a purpose. So, you know, just be yourself and doesn't matter if your kids don't understand. Um, they will when they get to my age. <laughs> <laughs> Dorette, you've spoken so, uh, so articulately, and uh, I was intrigued that your mom, with her being raised by your, her stepmom, it was an abusive situation, and yet mm -hmm. she 
didn't allow that to negatively shape the way that she raised you, but she was able to process it. I'm sure it was a difficult journey, but she was able mm -hmm. to become the person that, that she wanted to be, to, um, to be that loving mother and sympathetic and understanding and someone who could be an incredible example. So kudos to her, and uh, we thank God for people like that. And, and thanks for your words tonight. We're going to run right now. we got to go to a break, but I appreciate you thank calling you. in. Thank you so much. Thank All right. Hey, you're listening to Open Mic tonight with Mike Sherbinov. We're going to be right back after a short break. But before I do that, you know, we want to talk about mothers. And uh, so we got a half hour left. It's time to get on the phone and call in 883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. Let me just say it again, 1-800-684-2848. Just call in even for 30 seconds. Uh, we'll try to take as many people as possible. I'm going to be sharing a little bit of scripture out of the book of Proverbs as it talks about what makes a woman uh, a woman of honor. And uh, we want to unpack some of those truths, but I'd love to hear from you tonight. 883-5000 to all our Buffalo friends, 1-800-684-2848. You're listening to Open Mic with Mike Sherbino. Going to be right back after this short break. Will you provide a Bible for someone who desperately needs one? Baja knows the truth about Jesus, but she needs to read the Bible for herself. Like many new believers in India, Baja cannot find or afford a Bible. Your gift today provides a Bible and ministry programs for people like Baja. She knows that the power of prayer to Jesus changed her life, and she is eager to share this power and truth with others. But she needs a Bible. Your gift of just $5 will provide the Bible for a new believer eagerly waiting for their own copy of God's Word. Will you give a Bible to a new believer today? Visit BibleLeague.ca slash Mike or call Bible League Canada at 1-800-363-9673. Are you feeling a little lost? Left out in the cold? Feeling disconnected with life, friends, and even church? Well, put on the brakes and stop going down that path. North End Church invites you to connect with their church family, and trust me, there's a place for you. During this pandemic, you can join them through their online services each week, or even better, get connected through their church-wide Zoom group and breakout rooms that allow you to get to know new people. While we all want to be back together again soon, you can still meet people, make meaningful connections, and keep growing in your spiritual journey. Wherever you are, you can join Pastor Mike Sherbino and the North End Church family. It's time to get reconnected. Check it out at northendchurch.ca. That's northendchurch.ca. You'll love North End, where no one is perfect, anyone is welcome, and anything is possible. Welcome back to Open Mic with Mike Sherbino. Have a question for Mike? Phone lines are open. Call now at 800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Hey, welcome back to the program today. It's our Mother's Day weekend special. And, uh, you know, as we're sharing stories about mothers, we invite you to call into one of those numbers. And, uh, and maybe you have a prayer request or a need. And uh, one of our callers is calling back because she has a special request. And uh, sis, thanks for calling back. You have a prayer request, is that right? Yes, I do. What is that? Um, okay, uh, I, I thank God for my mom, and uh, I'd like to get married. I would like to get married with a family. That's my prayer request. And you know, when I cried on the air, do you know that was the first time I've cried since my mother died? I didn't even cry in. Huh. And she's wow. been gone 25 years. 
Wow. She told me, I, she told me, I've always, loved, I've always been so proud of you. I've always loved you, and I always will. And then she was gone. Neat. Well, sis, let's pray for you right now, and then we'll go on to the program. And uh, Father, you know uh, this request that sis has, and uh, and and there's many people that have, you know, that are living what at times sometimes feels like a lonely life. But I pray that you would remind Sis tonight that, that you're there to meet her every need and even to provide her with a husband. And uh, so you know that desire, and so I pray for her tonight. And uh, I pray that you would just allow her to wait for you to bring the right person into her life. And we commit her to you. And I pray for a lot of other people right now who are struggling with that because there are a lot of lonely people. And so I lift those needs up to you as well tonight, along with my sister, Sis. And we thank you for her mother that has made such an impression on her life. Amen. Thank you again for calling, Sis. And uh, let us know when that guy shows up, okay? Oh, I definitely, oh, I definitely will. I'll hide yeah. from the hill. I'll come over and I'll do the wedding for free. All right. <laughs> and uh, I'm not Bless kidding. All right. Heart. Bye for now. Yeah, so hey, you know what? We pray for all sorts of things. Um, there are people that have a variety of needs, and we think, oh, it's kind of crazy. Would I pray for the right person? I know that as a dad, I have five daughters, and I pray that God would bring the right man into their life if they're to have one. And, you know, that's just, that's just the heart of a parent, whether it's a father or a mother. But uh, as we're talking about Mother's Day, and I got lots of stuff I could share right now. And I'm just going to talk a little bit until some of you called in. Love for you to make a tribute about, you know, your mom. Maybe it's a fun story. Um, maybe she's passed away. Maybe she's still alive. Um, maybe it's just something that makes the relationship pretty special. A lot of times we say, oh, yeah, I don't need to do that. But when you call in and share, um, like I got thinking about what some of the callers have said already describing relationships that are really sounds very remarkable and maybe you weren't in a remarkable relationship like that that's been described whether it's by sis or chelsea or julia and now you're in a mothering situation you haven't had that good role model and you, be, you need to begin to think and say well, what do i need to do how do i need to change things what's a new rhythm now, let me explain it just out of a personal experience. The home I grew up in, um, my younger brother had Down syndrome. And it was very challenging for my folks at that time. Uh, and all their energy was put into caring for him. And while they were fun-loving people and they loved God, you know, at the end of the day, they were just exhausted. And there wasn't a lot of time for games and activities. Now, fast forward, I meet my wife, Terry, and her family... They had, you know, different things that were important. They loved to play games and stuff like that. Well, guess what? My wife began to pass that on to our kids as they grew up. And I would be more one to listen to the kids playing the game than to participate. And finally, the light dawned on me that I had not learned that as a kid. I didn't mind playing with adults, but I didn't really want to play with my children just because it seemed it just wasn't part of my upbringing. And then all of a sudden, you know what, I said, this has got to change. And so one of the things that's a big recreational thing for myself when we're with our kids now and uh, they're adults now, but we love to play games. We call us gamers. 
and a lot of laughter, a lot of fun, a lot of good competition and great conversations. But you see, I'm sharing that story because it is so easy to fall into bad rhythms. And you might think, say, well, my family never did that. Well, so what? It's time to change things. It's time to be nice. You don't have to be sarcastic. You don't have to always do the put downs. You can put your phone down at the table. You don't have to turn it on. Uh, you can have dialogue. You can you can play games. And, you know, last night before I went to bed, my wife and I, we played a game and she beat me. And she really enjoyed that moment of beating me. And uh, if she's listening, I, you know what? I'll take her confession later on. But it's just part of the fun. And we need to have that balanced out because I'm glad that I can pray with my wife. I'm glad that we can talk together, that we can encourage one another because she has truly become my best friend. And I think our five daughters would say, you know, dad, in many ways, mom is my best friend as well because she chooses to speak into their lives. She chooses, even though they're thousands of miles away, she's on the phone with them on Zoom calls, constantly pouring into their life. Matter of fact, uh, when this radio show is over, we got a family Zoom call and we're just going to hang out together as a family and roast uh, my wife and their mother. It, it's going to be a fun time as we, we do that. But that's a conscious choice that you have to make. And sometimes you have to pause and say, what are the things that I need to do differently? And think about what has influenced you. You know, if you're standing in line at the supermarket, you know, you can look at all the magazines, uh, whether it's Cosmopolitan or People's Choice, and the role model for today's woman, you know, is a, is a particular size. Uh, sometimes, more often, uh, you think it's a white person, and, and it shouldn't be that. Um, but we live in an age of comparison. And when People magazine showcases their 50 most beautiful people, I kind of shudder. Do you know why? Because um, they see who gets chosen every year and lifted up on the pedestal. Well, what about the rest of us? And I begin to think about how they hold these people up as a role model. And I say, really? Do I want to, my daughters, if, if, if I was a woman, is that going to be my role model to look a certain way? Because if you're not the right color, the right size, right this, right that, you can really go into a depression. And when I looked at all these role models and who's the most beautiful woman of the year, and you go back over the years, whether it's a Julia Roberts or Elizabeth Taylor, if you go back 40 years, or a Sophia Loren, or then it was Britney Spears, or, or now it's, it's different people. But how come Mother Teresa never made the cover of Cosmo as the most beautiful person of the year? And I think we need to pause and think about that. We need to pause and think about what is the the real woman of honor. Proverbs 31 has this verse uh, where it says that charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting. You see, honor is a word that has rich adjectives and it talks about a woman of honor. And a woman of honor is someone that means you esteem, you respect, you admire. And uh, not surprisingly, I have never seen any of those descriptions in on any of the models on the cover of you know, like a Cosmopolitan or a Red Book or a Family Life Today or whatever the magazines are. It's not that I sit and read them, but just like you and I, you get stuck waiting to check through the line, and that's what's there in front of you. Hey, you know what? I think one of the interesting stories that I heard came out of the United States a long time ago. 
And Norman Vincent Peale was a man, I guess he passed away 15 years ago. He had written a book that became famous. It was The Power of Positive Thinking. And for a while, he was the go-to person, uh, almost like Dr. Seuss was for uh, children. But the beginning of the self-help books, Norman Vincent Peale was the writer. And he said this, he said, I once had a conversation with Dwight D. Eisenhower when he was president. I said, Mr. President, you have known every great man of our time. So this is after World War II, of course. He said, who is the greatest man you ever met? And without an instant's hesitation, he said, the greatest person I ever met wasn't a man. It was a woman. It was my mother. She never had much schooling, but she was wise in God's wisdom. Wow, imagine saying that. She went to school to the greatest of all books, the Bible, and she acquired real wisdom. He said, once when I was a boy, my brothers and I were playing a game with my mother. The game was with cards, not regular playing cards because she was too straight-laced for that. But a hand of cards was dealt, and I remember this night, mother dealt me an utterly impossible hand, and I began to complain about it. That kind of sounds like me when my wife deals me a a hand of cards. I'm saying, hey man, this is rigged. I mean, how am I going to win with this hand? But Eisenhower's mother said this. She said, boys, put your cards down. I want to tell you something, and especially you, Dwight. You are playing a game in your home with your mother under loving circumstances. We all love each other here, and I have dealt you a bad hand. Now she said, when you get out in life where they don't love you so much, you're going to be dealt many a bad hand. And what are you to do? And she said this, you're to pray to God, you're to trust God, And like a man, you're to play out the hand that has dealt you. And, said Dwight Eisenhower, that is one of the wisest things I learned in my youth. When it comes to uh, Proverbs uh, chapter 31, it says about this woman in verse 11, the heart of her husband trusts in her, in this woman. You see, trust is knowing that you can count on a person to do what they say they will. And the husband in the passage of Proverbs could trust in his wife because she was wise in her approach to life, in what she valued, and in what she pursued. Think about that. Hey, do you got a story about your mom? Maybe uh, it's a fun story or serious story you want to make a tribute. Call in 883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. And as we always do when we're coming to the last part of the program, we're more than happy to take prayer requests. So if you have a need and something's just weighing you down, why don't you call in right now and we'd be glad to pray for you. You're listening to Perspective to Open Mic with Mike Sherboneau. Perspectives is my TV program. I got mixed up there. You're listening to Open Mic with Mike Sherboneau, and I'm going to be right back after this short break. Are you feeling a little lost, left out in the cold, feeling disconnected with life, friends, and even church? Well, put on the brakes and stop going down that path. North End Church invites you to connect with their church family, and trust me, there's a place for you. During this pandemic, you can join them through their online services each week, or even better, get connected through their church-wide Zoom group and breakout rooms that allow you to get to know new people. While we all want to be back together again soon, you can still meet people, make meaningful connections, and keep growing in your spiritual journey. Wherever you are, you can join Pastor Mike Sherboneau and the North End Church family. It's time to get reconnected. Check it out at northendchurch.ca. That's northendchurch.ca. You'll love North End, where no one is perfect, anyone is welcome, and anything is possible. 
Will you provide a Bible for someone who desperately needs one? Baja knows the truth about Jesus, but she needs to read the Bible for herself. Like many new believers in India, Baja cannot find or afford a Bible. Your gift today provides a Bible and ministry programs for people like Baja. She knows that the power of prayer to Jesus changed her life, and she is eager to share this power and truth with others. But she needs a Bible. Your gift of just $5 will provide the Bible for a new believer eagerly waiting for their own copy of God's Word. Will you give a Bible to a new believer today? Visit BibleLeague.ca slash Mike or call Bible League Canada at 1-800-363-9673. Welcome back to Open Mic with Mike Sherboneau. Have a question for Mike? Phone lines are open. Call now at 800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Hey, we're glad you're back with us. And uh, I've enjoyed tonight just uh, hearing some of these fantastic stories about mothers and uh, some of the things that they have done. And as I'm reflecting on this story, you know, um, one of the things that my mother had was a gift of hospitality. And one of the interesting things my wife's mother had was also the gift of hospitality. You could come into either home and they would make you feel relaxed. You knew you were wanted. One of the craziest things that I ever did to the woman who had become my future mother-in-law was when I was dating my wife, she had gone overseas, Terry had gone overseas as a missionary to Africa. And I was in my final year of college, and our graduating class got on a, a chartered bus, and we took a, a day trip to celebrate. And we came to Niagara Falls, so kind of this whole area where we broadcast out of. And I just thought it'd be real cool if we just happened, all 40 students, to stop off at uh, my girlfriend's mother's home and father's home and, uh, and have a barbecue. Why not? And because us guys, especially when we're younger, we think, oh, yeah, that's it's no big deal. They're not thinking 40 people in a small home. Boom. Well, you know what? She just rolled with the punches. And sure enough, she did that. And she was a very special lady, just as um, both. I was just blessed to have uh, a mom and a mother-in-law. And both of them were just, you know, like a hand and glove to me. Uh, I am so thankful for them. And when I come to Proverbs, one of the things that it talks about this woman of honor. And it's not given this outline of, you know, some standard that no one can measure up to. There's The principles are here, whether you're a man or a woman, but uh, King Lemuel, who writes this, he's honoring his mother. And the first thing he says, she's someone who can be trusted. And then the second thing that he describes is she really is hard working. And being a mom is hard. Um, you know what, There's it's so easy as a guy to come home and the kids are there and everything's happening. You're just wiped out and you want to slouch on the couch. And I'm sure there are many times when my wife wanted to do that, but still she got up and she kept caring. She kept, you know, meeting the needs of people, oftentimes putting me to shame. Um, but I look at the passage in scripture and it says, this is, she's a hardworking woman. And maybe I can just have a bit of fun as I unpack what it means. It says, she seeks wool and flax <clears throat> and works with willing hands. That's Proverbs 31, verse 13. Well, what on earth is that? Well, the picture of working with her hands describes a skillful person. And in ancient societies, women who had acquired skills in spinning and weaving were greatly admired and desired because some of the wool garments that they made could cost uh, the equivalent of two months of wages. 
So, um, you know, she was self-taught. She said, I'm going to, I'm going to get to the front of the bus on all of this. You know, I'm going to uh, figure out how to turn a dollar. Uh, we read in verse 15. So she rises while it is still night and provides food for her household. She was ambitious. When it says she gets up while it's still dark, does this mean that she worked around the clock? Well, there were probably a few nights that she did. But what it really suggests is that she was not given to laziness. And laziness is something which is dependent on each individual. What they're able to do or not to do. This woman is a model woman who has a disciplined life. Hey, earlier today, I was on a Zoom call with a, a mission organization that I'm a board member with. And there was a pastor from Vancouver who was speaking. And he said one of the biggest challenges, he said, during this pandemic, because I'm working from home, is I can become lazy. And he talked about his need for discipline. So this is something that goes whether you're a man or a woman, but just realizing you got you to gotta call yourself to task. And this woman becomes such a woman of honor because she works in a disciplined way. She was also really astute uh, because it says that she is not afraid um, to buy and sell. She considers a field and buys it. And with the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. She was very astute, perceptive and canny. She's shrewd. And you may be thinking, well, there's no way that I could be like her. You know, I don't know, as it says here, how to buy a field, and I'm not good at reinvesting money. But I think what we need to learn that makes this woman really special is that she was willing to learn through observation. And she had an infectious desire to live, to dream, and to attempt. And if I could encourage the women listening today, I don't know if possibly your dreams have been snatched away, or someone has said, you just can't do that or you'll never amount to something or measure up, and you've put yourself down for years, hear this as, as God's word of encouragement to you today, that it's time to rise up and to recapture those dreams and to say, you know what, by God's grace, I'm going to do what I think I can't do. I'm going to do the things that people say, oh, that can never happen to you. I have been blessed and encouraged by so many women who are just doing amazing things, who surpass me in leaps and bounds. And I watch that and I think, you know what? You go, girl, you go. And on this Mother's Day weekend, uh, I just want to particularly say that we want to value you as women as you're listening. It, we live in a society that has put down women. We live through the hashtag, hash, hashtag Me Too movement. And while living through it, we haven't resolved it yet. We see the, the horrific treatment of indigenous women, and we see the suffering that so many people have gone through, women in the workforce, uh, not having equal rights. And I just want to affirm you tonight and encourage you as women to realize your dream. And regardless of what has happened to you, that by God's grace saying, I'm not going to let that define me any longer. Because as I read this passage about this amazing woman, I am motivated. And one of the interesting things that she does is it says in verse 27 how she empowers people. It says she looks well to the way of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed and her husband and he praises her. You see, in this passage, 
we find a person, a woman, who has a greater goal than just herself. And uh, I remember being with a man who had shared with me that in the core of his essence, he was a very selfish person, and his wife was the opposite of that. Well, my prayer is that for all of us is that we would move from selfishness to selflessness, and to empower others suggests that it's found in the phrase, she bears the fruit of wisdom in others. It's the ability that someone can pass on both emotional, spiritual, and physical strength to others to help them to stand when otherwise they might fall. We say, well, how does this woman do it? Well, she empowers people through generosity, says she opens her hand to the poor. I hear many people who criticize uh, those who are poor, but I think of one of the calls in tonight uh, of Sis who talked about, you know, how her mother just blessed people. And uh, it was Dorette who also said the same thing. And it's easy to put people down and say, well, you know what, you'd be in a better spot if you just had a little more ambition. Sometimes you need to come along that side that person and say, let me help you to get back up on your feet. Let me help you to get established. And what I see in this passage is that a lady who has been blessed of God, she blesses other people out of what she has. She doesn't keep it or hoard it. And one of the other things that she gives how she gives blessing to people is by the way she plans. And uh, she doesn't uh, just, you know, plan for today. She's planning for the future. Say, well, well, how do I know that? Well, in verses 21, she says she's not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household are clothed in scarlet. In other words, she's thinking winter's coming, so we need to be prepared. And many times, uh, I remember when we were first married, we didn't have a lot of resources, and my wife would put aside, and uh, you know what? Get ready for the winter. Kids are going to need something. Uh, you know, that's just an incredible gift. So as we wrap up on this Mother's Day weekend, can I encourage you as women, and I hope that I have, that first of all, we just admire you. I want to appreciate you. I want to encourage you to step out and to reclaim your dreams if for whatever reason they've been snatched away. And in the middle of it all, I want to remind you that you are loved by God. And to all of you who are listening tonight, if you've never yet begun your relationship with Jesus, can I encourage you to just open up your heart and say, Lord, I need to be forgiven for my sins. I want to walk with you. I want to know your power so that I can be the man or I can be the woman. And especially on this Mother's Day weekend, so that I can be the mother that you have called me to be. Because in God's strength, you can do all things through him who gives you the strength, the energy, and the passion. And on this Mother's Day, make sure that you reach out to that very special person and thank her. Write her a note, write a card, pick up a phone and call, jump on a Zoom call, but let her know that she is loved. The preceding program has been sponsored by Find the Way Ministries.